Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi. Hello. What? How are you? <laughs> what? Is I was going to say what is up, but What is up? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. What's oh up with you? Oh my gosh, nothing. <laughs> I feel like I'm still reeling from trying to get gas. Yeah. It was so dramatic. It's got you all flustered. <laughs> I know. I just hate it. And then, like, you know how there are some spots where if you re- were to reverse into them, you could do But mm-hmm. I hate doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, so dramatic and yeah. so different than my home t- my hometown. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I hear you. I and especially in the summer here. Because yes. I feel like everybody just abandons all, like, politeness and, and any sort of orderliness or like just like knowing how to drive that was the other thing yeah. i'm driving around and i'm like dude does anybody here know how to drive not likely, not likely. <laughs> and your roads are skinny and it's just different yeah it's just different and i was trying to get here so i was just mm-hmm. like anyway yeah. who cares nobody cares about that <laughs> we're in person yeah we are I, like irl I, I it's been weird i haven't seen you for a long I time know. it's so exciting it's nice to see you it's good to see your face it's nice to see your face cool yeah. Cool. Okay, by the way, I'm Chantel. <laughs> oh, I'm Kate. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Chantel just surprised me with some really beautiful prints by an artist who goes by Morningstar. Mm-hmm. I think on Instagram, on Instagram. she's yeah. at Morningstar. Yeah. I don't actually know her name, but she's an in- indigenous artist and her artwork is just gorgeous. I feel like it's this is all just nonsense. <laughs> this is usually just our lives is nonsense. <laughs> I feel like I'm on drugs. Oh, fine. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. Because it's, it's hot out. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. It's nice in here, though. Yeah. Because I, I didn't have any gas. So I was sitting outside the car or outside the vet because you can't go in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to put my AC on because I literally had no gas. Right. <laughs> it was oh, very you dramatic. were living on the edge <laughs> yeah. today. It was very dramatic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what, you, what, what do you want to talk about? What are you reading? Not this book. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wee, wee, wee. Yeah. Um, I... I abandoned the sting <gasps> by Sandra Brown. I'm sorry. You what? With the intention of coming back to okay, it. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. It's not all is lost, but it's not what I'm looking for. I read to page like a hundred and something. Yeah. Nah. Like I feel like I can kind of see what's going oh, on. I love that for you. Does so. it feel kind of empowering? because it's just a brb yeah. so yeah, it's exactly yeah so i'm like oh I'll, i have it still like out yes. and everything and yeah. i'll come back to it and then so i switched over to the book that i originally wanted to read but thought like oh it might be a bit too heavy yes. which was five little indians by michelle good yeah and i'm just like flying through you it. love it it's amazing oh. and i think maybe i just wanted to like learn some more yeah yeah and like and that yeah. was the book you wanted mm-hmm. to read mm-hmm. oh my goodness and so how far are you um like a quarter of the way through nice already. good so, yeah awesome and i only started today cause oh I, yeah oh yeah. wow you're just going for it yeah cool mm-hmm. it's good are it's you like audiobooking yet or no not no yet. no not okay. haven't haven't uh 
made that leap yet. that's okay small, small no steps. pressure no pressure i didn't i'm not doing any audiobooks right now because i felt like i was neglecting my podcasts right and i just really needed mm-hmm. some murder in my life yes so yes over to the podcast what are you what? listening to i'm listening to to live and die in la season mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i know that i knew that case mm-hmm. i can't remember the girl's name it's not coming to me but i knew that case and i just knew that like the um sort of like the surface details and then they're kind of going into it a little bit more and you're just like oh my god this is not at all what you thought it was on the outside right i'm gonna have to listen i've been hearing the like advertisements for it because it's on tenderfoot or whatever yeah yeah Yeah. and i'm finally like i don't know i'm way behind on like certain things like you know me yeah yeah yeah. you gotta do it all in order sometimes (laughs) it's like really daunting for me okay it makes it kind of stressful it's too much yeah but i decided to listen to up and vanished oh nice i actually saw you doing that yeah like from the beginning from the very beginning is there only one season there's two seasons so is that the the teacher teacher and then the second season is about a woman who um just went missing in did she just up and vanish she just i think she just kind of up and vanished i don't know if i've listened to the second season it's I don't know. It's not as strong as the first one. I it's Payne, Payne Lindsay, Lindsay, right? Yeah, I just yeah. love his voice. Yeah. He's got a little bit of like a drawl, yeah. like a baby one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do like his narrating voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, I just find it not as maybe captivating. Okay. Because um, they're from this place in Crestone, right. Colorado, okay. which is like um like a oh town. that was the girl with the child yes yes yeah. i listened to that one yeah. yeah and like everybody's kind of just like it there's a lot of drugs mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. drug abuse in mm-hmm. that town mm-hmm. and a lot of the people they interview are kind of just like incoherent people and it's right. hard for me to like keep it like all on one path yeah. and it yeah. just made every time i listen to the one guy in the interview yeah it's just like i'm like oh, i can't listen it's too much it's too yeah much. yeah I'm also just a huge, like, if I'm having a nice relaxing bath, it's Dateline. Nice. I'm putting on the Dateline podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm just listening to Keith Morrison talk yes. for a little bit. Yes. That's a good one. And I'm I'm also hooked on Small Town Dick, so I love that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Isn't that, like, by yes. Yardley Smith? Yes. Lisa Simpson. I don't know if I could listen to her Okay, so everybody says that, but you learn to, like differentiate it okay like it's not as weird as, as you think seems. it's a little annoying right. if anything right but it's not it's like okay because she doesn't it's not her telling the story right. they get like detectives on who tell the story right. and then she'll just ask questions or whatever right and like she does the ads which like 30 seconds skips yeah. whenever yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah cool would recommend interesting yeah i've yeah, never yeah. taken the dive because like anytime i listen to her in an interview yeah. i'm like Lisa, shut up. (laughs) Shut up, Lisa Simpson. Exactly. What about you? What are you reading? I'm reading Yoke, which we had talked about reading, but I just really wanted to read it. Just gotta read it. I just was like going through all my books and I was like, that's one that I really want to read. And it's the perfect read for me right now. Mary H.K. Choi. She wrote Emergency Contact Mm -hmm. and Permanent Record. And her books are just like so readable. Yeah, they are. Like it's just so like easy reading yes easy reading and it's like super recent it's talking Mm -hmm. about 
words that the kids use and stuff oh, so yes, like those clout yeah. And, yeah 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 but it's good like i like mm-hmm. it it's just it's good yeah. so i'm enjoying that so far nice yeah yeah i saw that that came up and did you finish up that local woman missing yeah good it was, it was good, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 cool. yeah i do like maybe like four and a half stars because just because like i want to have a precedent for five stars yeah i want to be one of those people yes i would give it five stars also mm-hmm. because i liked it but you know yeah it was really good but it wasn't necessarily so i don't know how to like do a it. little thing that could have made it even yeah there was st- uh, yeah it, it okay. was twisty which mm-hmm. was good the ending was just kind of like I don't know. It was such a big twist. And then the ending was just like, it was all, I don't know. You'll have to, okay. I would recommend it yeah. though. I think that that's something. Cause it, it was, was funny. I don't know if I had mentioned this, but it's funny. I went onto my Goodreads after last podcast mm-hmm. and it was already marked as want to read. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. like, of course it's a sign. But I want to read it. That. that is a good one. You'll read that one quickly too. Cause yeah. you're just constantly like, kind what's like, happening? What's yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good one. Um, anything else? Oh, the giveaway. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm this week yeah i think the 14th you said something like that sounds good sounds about right yeah cool (laughs) that'll be fun follow our instagram yeah 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 and then do you want to talk about uh next month's book yes tell us we're going to read upon angeline booley's suggestion (gasps) personally a personal suggestion if you haven't found it figured it out yet i know summer did yeah of course um (laughs) hi summer (laughs) the cover that she has is beautiful i know i have a few different covers i know i did the photoshop with a different cover okay and i was supposed to post it today and i didn't because i'm gonna change it to that cover yeah (laughs) i actually almost like asked her if i could just use her photo yeah (laughs) i'm sure she wouldn't mind i don't know i don't know She's got her Turning oh, yeah, Pages yeah. book club yes. as well. Yeah, she does. Shout out for that. Yeah. I think it's at Turning Pages BC mm-hmm. on, um, on Instagram. Insta. So I don't want to steal her content. No. True, true. Right? Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. We're reading Ace of Spades by Fredria Emma Give me the thumbs up in the middle of that. That's such a hard word. Stop looking at me, bud. We're reading Ace of Spades by Fredria Emma Bikede. Yes, we are. Yes. That will be in it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, my goodness. Cool. So that'll be our August read. Um, There are five weeks in... Yes, July. Our current month. Yeah, Yeah, July. (laughs) In the month we are living in the present. Presently in this present month. Yep. Um, So we will be taking the last week off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Mm. We all might need just like some time to recover from this friggin' book. Okay, oh, a prelude to our conversation about the book. Yeah. So I was talking with our friend Shauna. I was gonna say she posted, mm-hmm. and her insights were really mm-hmm. great. Yes. On the Facebook page. Yes. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I feel like her teacher mentality yes. is very like showing through. Yes. Totally. Yes. Yeah. So I was talking with Shauna and my aunt liked it as well. Yes. She she wrote some yes. notes, which was cute. But I was talking with Shauna and I'm like, I think I asked her like straight out, like, what do you like about this book? Because mm-hmm. I do like other people's perspectives. And so I took some notes. She likes, she says that she likes the specific landscape that gets into like the nitty gritty of that real life at the time. And she also really likes the character study and the character portrayal aspect of it. And that's true. It is very character driven, even though the characters are boring. Um, And then she also likes the sort of like past truth themes that have been going on. Right. That we kind of get into a little bit Mm -hmm. more this week, I feel like. Um, And then she was also touching on like what would happen if they enter real society. So I guess there's that sort of like, like the dullest suspense in the whole world but like that kind of like wondering of it yeah which hopefully we get to find out Mm -hmm. but that's what that's kind of what I took away from what she said yeah I can appreciate the character study aspect yeah I think if we were to look into that a little bit deeper like I feel like we if we had to right yeah we could really break this down yeah but we don't have to because this no. is our podcast. It is not yours. <laughs> it is not yours. <laughs> <laughs> so I still hate this book. <laughs> yeah, I'm not loving it. And yeah, I can't appreciate the character and the character development mm-hmm. that Michael Crummy put into mm-hmm. it and the uniqueness of it yes. that they're just so young uh-huh. and they're able to survive yeah. and beat the odds yeah. that are stacked against them. Totally. And sort of grow. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're, th- throughout these chapters, they're older now. Yeah. And, I think um, he's like 17 or so. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's a young man. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I guess th- that is kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Anyway, do you want to get into yeah. it? Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. Let's talk about chapters nine through 12 of The Innocence. Yeah. So by they Michael are. Michael Crummy. Yeah, Michael Crummy. So the chapters nine is called A Bear Cub. It's Damn. The Abandoned Hope, and then 12 is Bungs Forever, Joseph Rex, Noah's Ark. That's mm-hmm. where we stopped. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get to read less next week. Yes. <laughs> There's only a little bit left. <laughs> and be done! Yes, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so we start, mm-hmm. and the kids aren't really talking. No. Their friend's off. Yes. They feel like, they both equally feel without speaking to one another that the Duke of Limbs, the idea of him, mm-hmm. and the quote Indian pendant are coming between them. Yes. So Yeah. They're like kind of suffering in silence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Both of them. They yeah. both are. Yeah, and they're both so stubborn they're not willing to give in. Yeah. And well and they never I don't think they ever really saw communication True. like presented yes. to them. So True. they wouldn't really know. No. Even like how later on when Everett when Ada had asked Everett if she could go with him on his little forest yes, track. Yeah. And he said no automatically just because it was his like immediate reaction. Mm-hmm. But then actually wanted her to come but didn't know no, how to yeah, change. Like, exactly. Where it's like, I feel like if you or I did that, we'd be like, I'm sorry, I don't know why I said that. I actually want you to come. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. And that would yeah, be that. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So they don't have any sort of like concept of how to communicate True. properly with yeah. one another, I guess. Yeah. And then... 
on that same note, Ada is bothered how Everett knew about the pendant all along mm-hmm. and seemed to, like, she felt like he saved that knowledge to, like, knock her down a peg when, like, he needed to because she didn't know that he knew and then he just, like, bursted it out. But then she took the, after she was, like, pissed about it, she took the pendant and she put it on her shelf. Yeah. As kind of, like, a fuck you to Yeah, Evren. like a symbol. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, like, whatever. Whatever now. I'm going to yeah. do what I want. Mm-hmm. So, that, I mean, it's like they're, it's like, um, it reminded me of, like, passive-aggressive post-it notes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my Indian pendant. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Putting it on display. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they're not, well, we know that they're not dealing with a good season no. for fishing, anything with the late spring that they no. had. Um, and they're both kind of feeling this, on top of this feeling of suffering, I guess, mm-hmm. impending disaster mm-hmm. and doom, knowing that they're not going to. Yeah, like the fish aren't drying yeah. and the garden is rotting yeah. because there's too much rain. Yeah. That's their livelihood mm-hmm. for the winter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're... Yeah. They've got that stress. Yeah. And then Everett is also struggling with how he refused help from the Duke of Limbs. Yes. Which yeah. is like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a pretty big struggle. Yeah. It's as if he 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 ha he doesn't have like a processing filter. Right. Where he just like says something right away and then he's like, Oh, but then reflects. Yeah. yeah. Like should have thought mm-hmm. about it a little more or something. Yeah, he's really feeling that regret. Mm-hmm. 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 Because maybe they could have used another hand. and Yeah, maybe they would have had a better season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they probably wouldn't have. But no, true. You never know. Exactly. Hindsight, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, speaking of them not, like, chatting or talking about anything, mm-hmm. Everard feels like he even barely is related to Ada at yeah. this point because they've just kind of drifted, drifted. so far apart. Mm-hmm. Um. I was just like, he's just full of teen angst. Totally. Essentially. Yeah. Really. Totally. Because he's like, what, 15, 16? Yeah, I feel like that's common. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily stay close with your siblings. No. Like exactly. when you're in high school or whatever, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I feel like that's very common. Yeah. So they are both just going through that, but with no one to, like, mediate it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just the two of them. Exactly. So, like, maybe she'll fix it by giving him a little hand job in the bed later. <laughs> Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh, oh, my God. God. One of the things I found kind of interesting in those beginning chapters, though, is how Ada had asked Everett who taught their father the shore marks right. for the fishing. Yes. And, and uh, Everett didn't know. But I, I was kind of, like, wondering there if maybe she was kind of, like, reflecting and being curious about, like, why they ended up where they are. Like, yeah. why they're there. Yeah. Because we do see later on that they mm-hmm. have no knowledge. No, they don't know. No. And and we also find out that she is very... Well, we already knew that yeah. she's very inquisitive. Yes. She wants to know more. Yes. And she seems like a smart woman. Yes, totally. Even when she asked... um that guy warren like why are some people born to read yeah like it's interesting that she would even have thought that far yeah you know what i mean yeah like yeah why was i not somebody who was born to read right because she never knew that it would be something that you were taught exactly like it's kind of interesting that her brain went there Mm -hmm. yeah anyway that's later on but yeah um i don't know if you want to chat about any more of those feelings no, that they were done. having um but 
Ada runs into the bear cub mm-hmm. and the mother again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's terrified and mm-hmm. runs off and runs away because the, I be, believe that the, they were like up on their mm-hmm. hind legs, kind of mm-hmm. like warning her to stay away. And she remembered about when the mother came around behind them. Yeah. So she took off. But it was the first time in months that she actually felt alive. I know. Which, and then I was worried that she was, like, going to become, like, reckless. I know. I'm, I, I, there's got to be some friggin' symbolism there for, like, what happens later. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Ada has a big attachment to these bears Mm -hmm. and the bear cub. Yeah. And then Everett injures the cub later. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's the other guy that kills the bear. But, like, that's huge. Yeah. Like, that bear, you know? Like, what's the symbolism there? Yeah. That, like, her youth, like, something about her youth or... True. Or maybe, like, what she knows isn't necessarily the whole story like all there is like Everett's not all there is maybe it's something like that well that's how they're feeling at the end Mm -hmm. so that's kind of interesting yeah it's just yeah just that connection between the bear and Ada and even how Ada doesn't tell Everett about this Mm -hmm. seeing the bear and the cub exactly um and then she takes like the bear's skull yeah like it just it's all connected Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of just a curious little thing to ponder I guess and like how she even knew when we find Captain Truss later that she, she was like, oh, was it a yeah. whatever and this? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, how did you know that? Yeah. And she just... Wasn't... Yeah. Didn't Everett say, like, she's a bit of a witch or something, like, something that? like that? Like, she had, like, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of funny. But, um, yeah, this was weird. Yeah. She has her yearly days. Yes. And then Everett hears her yelling. Cause she's, like, yelling out her mom's curse. Yeah. I didn't write it down, but something... And so then he comes running, and he debates joining her. Piss and corruption. Piss and corruption. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Piss and corruption. Sorry. And he debates joining her, but her woman's body sort of deters him. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't know if we find out then or later, but also Ada had gotten her period yeah. in the river, and so yeah. she didn't really call him over. Yeah. And they both sort of think this is like a defining moment in yeah. their relationship. Yeah. Which is true. There is yeah. an age where you stop bathing with, it's not cute no. anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. But I think Everett took it as an insult. Yeah. Because he doesn't understand. Yes. Like what Ada's going through mm. also, right? That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he never asks, because she does say like, I go and sleep in the other yeah. bed. And he doesn't know. And no, she doesn't explain yeah. it. He always thinks it's a slight to him. Yes. So like he's taking it all very personally. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess his father would have known that women get their periods. Yes, and yeah. Maybe, maybe Ada just, I don't know. It, it is yeah. a personal thing. And it is embarrassing mm-hmm. when you're young. True. Like, you don't, exactly. especially when you're using friggin' moss as a pad. <laughs> so, oh, um, man. I thought it was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I just don't really love the writing in the book. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just... I think it was innocent, but I just didn't like that he stood and watched longer than he maybe necessarily needed to. I know. I know. It, it is like a weird... I don't know if it was like he was studying a woman's body, right. not necessarily True. his sister's. Yeah. 
Because when we meet Mrs. Mrs. Bang? Brace. Brace. When we meet Mrs. Brace later, she then becomes Mrs. the object of yes. his fantasies, yes. right? It Maybe it's just because as we left off he had a like a dream about her yeah and miss um like ada and um the, the duke, duke of limbs, limbs. Yeah. and i was just like well it is weird they do have a weird relationship yeah. and it's like they both know inherently that it should not be sexual which yeah. i don't know how, why they would know that yeah because they don't know anything they don't they literally know nothing other than how to live yeah exactly like what, how, what they're trying to do exactly. yeah but it's like they both know but there's that, like, weird fine line mm-hmm. between, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, don't I just know. don't. Anyway. I mean, I don't get it either. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out why the author would write this shit. <laughs> no, exactly. No. It's just, yeah. I'm not condoning it. <laughs> don't give your brother a hand job. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. Guess what? The hope comes back. Yeah. What a surprise. <laughs> Did anybody know that was going to happen? I was so taken off guard when it showed up again. I know. Again. Like, oh my gosh. No. Um, they're chatting about how, like, Everett's going to have to ask the Beatle um, to go to Mock Beggar. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're trying to um, kind of navigate that. Though it wasn't a very long comfort, uh, conversation. He just, like, Seems like we're going to have to go to Mock Beggar and work for Mr. Strap. Mm-hmm. And Ada says, well, okay. Yeah, she agrees. Yeah. 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 Um, so off he goes mm-hmm. to talk to the Beetle. And she comes back quite quickly this time. And Ada notices that there's not enough supplies for even half a winter Not season. half enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is, tells Ada that apparently Mock Beggar is also in a bad situation and they'd be lucky if their folks would survive this winter. Like on the hope. Exactly. Yeah. And um, they can't risk taking on the burden of Ada mm-hmm. and Everd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's no work for them mm-hmm. back at Mock Beggar. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just have to do what they have to do. Exactly. I thought it was interesting too, like, just also because this shows up later, mm-hmm. but... Ada says to Everett, Martha will look out for, Martha will look out for us. Yeah. And Everett says, Martha's dead. Yeah. Like, I think he's kind of, like, getting mm-hmm. over Ada's, yeah. like, total trans, like, just how she's consumed yeah. with Martha. Yeah. And he's, like, she's dead. Mm-hmm. She, <laughs> she's no, not going to help us, nothing right? nothing she can do yeah. to help us yeah. out of the situation. But then it's that concept of, like, because when he was out in the boat. Mm-hmm. Just later shortly on after yeah, this. yeah yeah well, i guess we can go to it then yeah um so Everett gets back and oh yeah he's sick mm-hmm. quite ill mm-hmm. um because the crew of the hope was quite sick mm-hmm. and Ill he caught well. something he got something um so ada was taking care of him and then she fell ill mm-hmm. very bad worse mm-hmm. than Everett. Mm-hmm. and then in early october they can see a ship mm-hmm. well he does he does because she's yeah, like she's like gone and she's delirious yeah. yeah um and so he lights a fire and he also, lights their yeah. stage on fire yeah, he lights <laughs> their stage on fire he pretty much just like tries to signal this boat yeah and he pleads to martha yeah yeah he says please martha yeah well, he had to move the boat because the stage caught on mm-hmm. fire and then he was like, I got to move the boat. So then he's out in the boat and he just keeps repeating, please, Martha, like because mm-hmm. he needs help. Mm-hmm. And then 
He sees two figures rowing towards the cove. Yeah. Martha. Martha came through. It's just funny what people will resort to in their weak moments. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you might mm-hmm. not believe in God, but then when you're dying, you're like, please, please God. God, right? Exactly. It's just something. True. Anyway. Kind of interesting. And they don't really know about God. No. But they know about Martha. They know about Martha. Right? Exactly. And um and then so oh my god we meet somebody we new meet somebody, finally oh hell yeah so we meet captain solomon truss from oxfordshire he's an englishman he's an englishman um and his bed buddy <laughs> who's also everybody's bed buddy i guess That's by the sounds of it yeah um so he comes in and He's like, help Ada. Mm-hmm. Everett's like, help Ada. Mm-hmm. She's dying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, go and get Mrs. Brace. Mm-hmm. Um, and Captain Trust just kind of launches into his whole life story. I know. <laughs> Mrs. Brace is like, maybe we should help Ada. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we should help the children? Or? Yeah. And pretty much nicely tells him to shut up. Yeah. I actually kind of like her character. Yeah, me too. I did like her. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mrs. It's strange, I guess. He seems like a doctor, almost, but I guess maybe he would have to be kind of equipped in helping out helping out his crew. Yeah, I feel like he. That's pro- that was that probably he just, just learns like along the way knowledge. And yeah. like, was he in a war? Was it the guy before that was in a war? Like, I feel like that's like wartime knowledge True. too. Yeah, it's just I guess things I that you pick know. up along the way. Yeah, I would never do this. <laughs> I would never do this. You're sick. <laughs> Let me just grab a knife and go into your vein and drow- drain 12 ounces of blood. From your arm. Yeah. Casually. Yeah. And apparently like black. I know. What is like, what is that illness? Not blood. Good. Blood. Black blood. Black blood. No black good. blood disorder. Oh my gosh. Ew. Um, yeah. So they drain about out 12 ounces of blood. I guess it sounds like every night or so. Ugh. Ugh. And he um, says, now we wait. Yeah, <laughs> like, essentially. And Everett asks, like, is she going to die? And yeah. he's like, maybe. We, now we Seems wait. like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she's certainly not living, is she? Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, we find out the name of his ship is the Hydra. Okay. And Truss and Mrs. Brace stay and help them out. Mm-hmm. Um, Truss teaches Everett how to use the gun that was hunt left. For food. And hunt for food. He's th- that seems pretty instrumental yes. in, like, their life. Exactly. Like, they probably would have died if he hadn't showed up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, more than just saving Ada, they've saved both of them, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is teaching, uh, cleans up that gun, teaching Everett how to shoot. Mm-hmm. Finally, Everett's tooth is all, like, messed up. Messed up. He gets him good and drunk. And then pulls, pulls his, his tooth out. <laughs> and it, uh, it said, like, I kind of loved it. I yes. was picturing how, like, it was bleeding so much, but it said that the pain, pain relief was, was yeah. almost immediate. And yeah. I could only imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could only imagine. Yes. Yeah. So I felt I felt pretty good forever about yeah. that. I was like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. And that, in that moment, is kind of also when he starts, like, thinking about mrs brace though too because he like she like held him yeah, against in her his, boobs yeah his her chest just to hold him down yeah like innocently yeah and then that kind of turns into which is better than the beetle exactly. <laughs> better than the naked beetle better than his sister yes 
anyway. Just get just exactly. dream about Mrs. Brief. Whatever. Um, Who cares? So Tress is still there, kind of teaching them about like living life off yeah. the land yeah. and what they can get from the land, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, giving them good insights. And he also is telling all his stupid stories and <laughs> Do you ever shut up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um Trust gives comfort to Everett about the snow blindness. Yes, we have a word yes. for it. Yeah. So he felt like even though like a man like him yes. suffered from the same thing. It right, kind of because gave him Everett feels closure. weak yeah. when things happen to him, mm-hmm. even if they're normal things, yeah. right? Yeah. But he feels like he should have known better but didn't. Yeah. So he doesn't feel like a man, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like if this were to actually happen to a real life person, that would be some sort of like trauma that you would hold on to throughout yeah. your whole life, yeah. like not feeling like you're good, good enough, enough or like everything adequate. you do is a bit of a yeah, exactly. everything you do is a bit of a failure or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's that is good that that he had this like ca- male character who comes into yeah. his life who seems like he's got his shit together and yeah. he's like cool and he's an Englishman yeah. and like whatever and mm-hmm. he's had the same thing. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, he I guess got comfort from yeah that, yeah for sure. And then and then Everett asks and they find out it's called cheese. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> what is it's that? Right it was there. like a sharp. Yeah. He's like that sharp taste or whatever. Yeah, it's called cheese. It's called cheese. Um, Ada wakes up. Mm-hmm. She's on the men. By she the better sounds of it. She getting better. So I guess that bloodletting worked. Yeah, gotta let out all your blood. Bye. Who cares? Blood. It's just black blood. Don't need that anyway. Because she's a witch. Yeah. How do you know she's always... black blood? Yeah, Marty thinks my blood is black, <laughs> like my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Ada wakes up and tells Mister or sorry Captain Truss about the graves. Does he? Does she? Yes. I she's like down. talking about her pendant and asking what the pendant right. means. Oh, and that right. Button, yeah. And he tells her it's a fleur de lis. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives her a mm-hmm. bit of story about the buttons and French. like how a common sailor wouldn't yeah. have it. The buttons French, blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. So then she says, "Everett should take you to, or we should take you to the graves." Um. Doesn't. Um. Wait. Like the Indian graves or the yes, actual graves? The Indian graves. I feel like. I feel like that was just trust being like, "I want to see them." Yes. Yeah. And then I think Ada, I think you're right. Ada's like, everyone could take you there yeah. and yeah. stuff, yeah. and we'll take you. And then yeah. they're like, no, Ada, you should stay. Yeah, because of course. Yeah, they go out in the boat. Mm-hmm. Everd misdirects them. Yeah. One thing I want to say right before we get into the boat. Um, one thing that Mrs. Brace tells Ada is, don't ever be beholden mm-hmm. to a man if you can help it. Yeah. And I think that that is both badass. Yeah. And, like, badass knowledge for the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And something that she's keeping in her brain. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's all. That's all. Mm-hmm. They get in the... Oh, yeah. And then Tress also gives Ada a half block of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's so... Ter- I just yeah. love that she loves cheese. Yeah. It's so great. He's like, don't eat it all. <laughs> don't eat it all in one go. I mean, oh, same. It's hard not to. Cheese. Cheese is so good. So good. Okay, anyway. Okay. Um misdirects them mm-hmm. blah 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 mm-hmm. there you go and shoot the bear they go which yeah it's really sad yeah Ev- it's Everett's first mm-hmm. like big 
kill mm-hmm. he shoots the mother bear mm-hmm. and then he tries to shoot the cub but ends up blinding the cub mm-hmm. which is really sad mm-hmm. yeah i just kind of like like grazed over all of yeah. that because there's like they get into it yeah they do go into too much detail about it which is sad and they don't end up putting it out of its misery no which is awful yeah um the hydra leaves peace out goodbye i guess that was there to show them that they to learn how to hunt and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and ada gives tress the silver button and then he gives them gunpowder. Gun yes, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Everett is now thinking of Mrs. Brace. Mm-hmm. The other thing that happened with in there, too, which is weird, and I think it comes up again, and I, I just thought we should mention it because I'm not really sure the significance of it. We did kind of a little bit earlier, but Ada's in, like, a fever dream, and she sees Mrs. Brace in a chair with a man. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So I don't really know... Like, I'm guessing that she probably just, like, sleeps with whoever she wants. Yeah. Which is fine and mm-hmm. everything. But it seems like Ada can't quite grasp yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it also seems like Trust and Mrs. Brace literally did it behind a sheet when the children were right there at night. Like, this yeah. is insane. Yeah. Oh, here's the makeshift room. Just a sheet. Yeah, here's a sheet. We're just going to casually do it. You guys can hear it? Yeah. But that's cool. You can't see it. Yeah. If, like if you oh didn't my see it, god it yeah oh my god all right yeah they leave goodbye, goodbye. see you never see you never essentially probably yeah. never again exactly that's what they said we'll never yeah. see you again <laughs> bye Goodbye. um ever goes back to being outside all day and mm-hmm. avoiding mm-hmm. ada mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we have the sister hand job mm-hmm. yeah i'm like okay do they fool around at night yeah like, what the frig? No. It's weird. I don't like it. Yeah. And then, and then at one point, Ada tells Everett to use molasses on the traps because mm-hmm. his traps aren't working, working yeah. properly, which is just like a smart woman thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, she just, she's like, break it down. What did trust do? And then yeah. he told her and she's like, you need to put honey on the traps. And he's yeah. like we don't have any and she was like molasses duh yeah and then he feels dumb Mm -hmm. it's his inadequate thing that you were were mentioning Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. he doesn't like and he doesn't like that even though he was like it worked exactly and then this spawns him into saying like um they're gonna go out further yeah to look for food and hunt and stuff like that and ada asks to go and she said he says no no yeah and that kind of goes into what we were talking before Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I really do want her to come, but mm-hmm. I can't ask her now. Yeah. So he's out on a, on his own. Trapping and hunting. Trapping and hunting. Overnight. Telling Ada not to come. Mm-mm, don't come. But then Ada ends up going out. Hell yeah, she does. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to go. Yeah. And she meet, gets there before him. I know. Like, and sets up the fire and everything. Sets up a fire and has it. I'd rather just come back to a warm home. I know. What a dick. Well, how about I just bring a warm home to you? Exactly. <laughs> um... At this point, they've kind of, like, made a silent truce. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was also thinking, like, they can also, like, start selling the pelts now, mm-hmm. too, which they do. They do, to yeah. To the Hope. Yeah. Which is another revenue. And income. probably more money yeah. and more reliable. Yeah. So they got gunpowder and mm-hmm. stuff for them, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. And then there's a knock at the door. 
knock, 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 knock. Exactly. What was it? It was John Warren of the HMS Medusa. And I mean, if I had a boat, it would probably be called the Medusa. (laughs) That's amazing. My favorite, too, was it was like, this is a direct quote. Before they managed to sort out what was happening and how they were meant to respond. Like, they had no idea mm-hmm. what a knock on the door was. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just love yeah. those, like, not knowing about cheese, not knowing exactly. about a mo- Like, it just really shows how this is not normal. No. Yeah. yeah. It. Yeah, it really, you're right. That is a good insight. And the, the fact that they're like, do we, like. What do we do? They're, like, not dressed. They're, like, yeah. in their night clothes. And, yeah. like, they're kind of, like, laughing at them. Like, yeah. John Warren is kind of like, uh, you need to get dressed. Yeah, like, because then when Ada's like, what do they want? And yeah. Everett's like, like, for us to get dressed. Yeah. And she's like, no, but what do they want? He's yeah. like, I don't know. Get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. I guess we kind of find out where they are or yes. what they're called. Well, you tell me your interpretation of this then. I think that where they're staying is called Orphan Cove. So my take from that was that... It's because they're orphans. They're orphans, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. someone like would have put yeah. like Mary or even the, um, Trust. Yeah. Someone would have thrown that out yeah. there. Or right? even the Beetle or... Yeah, the Beetle, the anyone. Of the Beetle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm thinking is that it's just gone back and they never knew a name for it. Yeah. And now it's had has a name mm-hmm. that it's just the two of them there mm-hmm. orphaned. Orphan Cove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ada has this like weird feeling about the crew, mm-hmm. um, because the crew also everybody comes ashore mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. and they just seem rowdy, yeah. like rowdy men. Yeah, bad boys, drunken sailors. <laughs> yeah. Um, John warns Ada about the crew, mm-hmm. and she was right to feel worried about them. Yes. Yeah. Um, I wrote down this quote just about the orphans because i thought that it was again another interesting thing it was quote orphans warren had called ada and her brother it was a peculiar it was a peculiar (laughs) how do you you say it peculiar okay it was a peculiar feeling to learn there was a word for it, that they were not the only people in the world to suffer from the condition. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Like how, mm-hmm. you know when you learn, like I remember when I figured out that U-Haul was U-Haul and it blew my mind. Yeah. Like it yeah. blew my mind. Yes. This is mind-blowing stuff. Yeah. Like to be like, I'm mm-hmm. an, there's a, other people, you know? Yeah. Okay. And John himself is an orphan. Yeah, and John's yeah. an orphan. And he explains that. Oh my gosh, it's just crazy. It's so there's so many mind blowing things yes. going on. <laughs> yeah, they're mind they're it, good job. <laughs> <laughs> it does suck, I get it. Um so John captivates Ada and Everd about with all his stories. Mm-hmm. They're enamored mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, Everett is feeling like a sense of welcoming and belonging mm-hmm. with the crew, hanging out with them. He even gets a nickname called Sixpence because of his gray hair. Yep, yep, yep. And he like is loving hanging out with the boys. Yes. Yeah, I like. I think the sailor life is for him. Yes, like he's he's into it. 
Yo ho, yo ho. Yo ho, he's getting wasted, yeah. he's puking, he's yeah. pulling out his Peter, he's yeah. fighting, he's, he's fighting. doing it all. Yeah, yeah. And he loves it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of camaraderie would be nice for a seventeen year old boy mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Like that would be fun. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um Then we find out that Warren has a daughter that's Ada's age. Yeah. So it's kind of alluding, like you almost think, are they gonna get together? That's why like, I was like worried mm-hmm. that he was like kind of because during this part where they're all like around the yeah. fire drink yeah, drinking yeah, yeah. and stuff and the guys are like oh he's up there with yeah. your sister yeah yeah no i feel like warren yes. really just had this like innate desire her, yeah. to want to care for yeah, ada like a paternal kind yeah because he has a daughter who yeah. would be her age so then we find out that whole story yes. um i don't really think it's too yeah. relevant yeah whatever um they agree to like kind of switch services because they're looking for like a mast or something that's tall enough right. for their boat. Right. So Ever decide tells them that he knows where it is. Yeah. In exchange to make show Warren Warren show them how to make spruce beer. Yes. Ew. <laughs> Sounds real gross. Um there's the fighting because of the comments about the sisters. I feel like it's like broy stuff. Yes, but there's a little story that we find out, which is blowing my mind. Did you write it down? Mm, I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. So one of the men tells Everett oh, yes, yes. a story mm-hmm. that they heard, like I yes. guess just like out in town gossip yes. or whatever, about two brothers yes. who both fall in love with the same woman mm-hmm. and they make her pick which one. So then she chooses the younger brother and then the older brother kills the younger brother because he wants the woman and he tells the woman that he fell overboard while they were off like boating yeah. doing whatever yeah, they were on a sea dude they were on a sea dude <laughs> just living life yeah. he fell over no big deal and then his the younger brother's body actually washes up on shore and he's buried mm-hmm. do you think that's their life story no why because Everett's like is that a story or and he's like feeling like because at the beginning, didn't they say that his, when they first got there, this body came or was there or something, and then his father buried it? Yeah. His dad oh. would be the older man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. My mind just got blown. Yeah. Like Everett and Ada when they found yeah. out they were orphans. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Their dad yeah. was probably like a murderous fuck who wanted this young woman oh, and shit. killed his brother. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 So that was like, I was like, is this the grave? Yeah. Because I've been wondering. Yeah. And oh, like, why else know. would they put Martha beside? It was his brother. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Because you wouldn't just bury yeah. like, I feel like if it was just like a random sailor, they would have just brought him back out like his yeah. butt, like they did, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, stripped him mm-hmm. and then brought him. But they yeah. didn't because they found the button in yeah. the... Okay, anyway. Your mind is blown. My mind is blown. I didn't even put two and two together. I did. Because I've been wa- I've been dying to know about that body, yeah. though. Yeah. That's just me. That's yeah. just who I am. But, yeah, they get into a fight because one of the men's talking shit yeah. about Ada and yeah. Everett fights him and then they're, like, best friends because men are weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ada's spending a lot of time with Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like 
almost like educating her. Yeah. She's asking him to like tell more stories mm-hmm. and then draw maps and explain to her where they are. Yeah. And kind of like the rest of the continents that he's been to. Yeah. So like you said at the beginning, she's mm-hmm. very smart. Yeah. Yeah. And she wants to know. Yeah. She wants to know. She wants to be taught. Yeah. Um, so he's going on about the story of his life and then she decides to tell him the story of her life. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really sweet that he cared enough to know because they asked like where are you from yeah and she doesn't even know yeah and totally. he's kind of just like amazed by their uh, ability like to survive yeah. yeah yeah and and i mean the way that she summarized the story i was like yeah. that could have been the whole book yeah on one page exactly <laughs> yeah i was like yeah like this, one paragraph yeah. perfect yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh. So then they're they're partying again. Yeah. I wrote down this part. They're partying again. Ada wears trousers yeah. because that's what she had. Yeah. And obviously they're warmer. Like yeah. why would you wear a skirt? And they're more for survival. Totally. She has to go out and like look at the traps too and She's go She's an active fish. girl. She needs to You don't be want able- stuff yeah. up in your vagina? No. Pants are where it's at. It's more practical. It's more choice. practical. Anyway, the men make fun of her. Yeah. And so they're at the fire and they all pull their pants down yeah. and have their wangs out. Yeah, they're just like, whipping out their dicks. Like, we're boys. Yeah. yeah, whipping out their dicks. No big deal. Yeah. And then they're like, Ana. And yeah. then Warren's like, you got this girl. isn't happening. No. So then they go back up to the, yeah. the, the, what's tilt. it called? The tilt. And then I, lo- I love this part. Ada asks Warren why some people are born to read, and he tells her it's taught, and then she presents him with the book that she took from the Ship of Tortures, and she asks him to read it to her, and he starts reading it, and he's kind of like, ooh, I don't really know if we should, and so then Ada explains to Warren that she knows that Everett saw something on the ship, because we had kind of talked about that, like how she hadn't asked, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of in her nature to Mm -hmm. ask, so it was kind of like weird, so she obviously knows that there's something like really bad on the ship and he says well it's not gonna change anything but then she says that she wants to find out so that Everett won't be alone in it and that's just like yeah the sweetest Mm -hmm. that's so sweet and that's so true yeah like especially for like mental health struggles and stuff like Mm -hmm. it's important sharing to not feel alone in your own turmoil and like he literally saw like butchered bodies so naked butchered bodies (laughs) yeah so I'm guessing I don't I didn't write it down but I'm guessing Warren told her um, I think it was kind of like implied, like yeah. he was one of the last people to survive. Right, and there was a pot, and on there was so, yeah. yeah, and you didn't eat any of that food, did you? No. Like he was asking, but yeah. I think that she kind of put was two picking and two it together. up, and like he was horrified, yeah, too, yeah. So yeah. I think that she is smart enough to put two and two together. Hopefully, too, don't make him say it flat and out saying it. Yeah, ew, um, ew, and then they're gone. They're leaving. They're leaving. Ada gives Warren a bear tooth necklace yeah. before he leaves. Yeah. And she puts one on, too. They're, like, mm-hmm. best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of creepy. Kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they were out hunting, by the way, I didn't write this down, but she got that bear tooth from... The, she found the skull of the, the baby bear. The baby bear skull. Yeah. yeah. And she brought it back. Mm-hmm. And um, Everett was like, you're going to lug that all the way back? And she was like, yeah. Yeah, I am. And then I loved, too. I actually wrote down, but when she was coming back from that trip they went separately back home yeah. so that she could check the traps mm-hmm. or whatever and she was like super super late and Everett was like 
why are you so late and she's like oh sorry i got distracted by deer i'd never yeah. seen one before yeah i was like oh that's so cool yeah, yeah. like she's so inquisitive yeah, like yeah. to follow deer just because you'd never seen them before yeah. but had heard about them mm-hmm. like that's cool and then he was the one who had the house warm for one. yeah so there role reversal ha. um they are both like sad that they're not joining yeah them yeah um and we end up kind of just with them reflecting on what they might want from life Mm -hmm. yeah it seems like they're kind of both realizing that maybe there is more to life beyond just the two of them Mm -hmm. together yeah like maybe there's alternative avenues yeah like a fishing life or sailing life forever or something sailor's life for me (laughs) oh wowza (laughs) i don't know man I don't know either. So I'm really excited to be done this book. Yes. There's only a few pages left. Just with <laughs> Is it just a few pages? Not a few, but I oh. think like we're at 80% yeah. through the book. Yeah. So I think I don't there's know. like 20 pages or so. Yeah. Do you think that the grave is... Now I just don't know anything. The brother? Like, how did I not put two and two together? I just, at the end, Everett was like, is that a story? Is that like real? Like he was, I was focusing more on his thoughts being like... I don't want to be tricked. Yeah. Like, he wasn't necessarily, yeah. but I was. Yeah. Because that just That's fits good, so perfectly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. And Ada, she needs a love interest, I think. I think she needs to see the world. She needs, yeah. yeah. She needs something. Yeah. She definitely needs something. She needs more than just there. She's too smart to just catch fish and... Live with her brother for the rest of her life. Brother. Totally. Yeah. And don't you kind of love that we met more people? Yes. I feel like yeah. that was the excitement we really needed. Yes. I wish we met them earlier. Yeah. Because yeah. it was so nice to have a, mm-hmm. all different people in there. Yeah. It was cool. nice. And to show that a little bit more to them and like help them grow. Yes, totally. Because like, don't you think that they would just be like these weird, like they're already yeah. strange. Yeah, like sheltered yeah. children. Totally. It helped them like he know has how to survive yeah. now on more than just fish yeah. and whatever the beetle yeah. brings he he knows how to barter mm-hmm. because he said like teach me i'll do this mm-hmm. for you if you teach mm-hmm. me how to mm-hmm. whatever he has they have pelts to sell yeah he knows that he's not a failure mm-hmm. all the time like even mm-hmm. stuff happens to yeah. grown men and even when um like everett had said to trust about the Indian grave like I think they just want to be left alone yeah and I think that kind of took trust by surprise that Everett had that depth to him yeah. instead of just being like a stupid yeah kid so mm-hmm. it seems like he's got a bit of like a moral compass yeah because really if you find a gravesite, you shouldn't yeah dig it up like yeah. that was buried there like that for a reason exactly. so I kind of sided with him yeah same yeah but yeah yeah hmm We'll see what happens. I guess we're finishing the book next week. (laughs) Cool. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.